Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. U.S. stocks are gaining. The dollar treasuries largely holding steady. Right now, we have got the S&P up two points to 2467. That is a gain of one-tenth of one percent. Twelve minutes to go ahead of the close on this Fed Minutes Wednesday. The Dow up 24, a gain of one-tenth of one percent. NASDAQ up nine right now, higher by two-tenths of one percent. The 10-year up 10, 30 seconds with a yield of 2.24 percent. Gold up 750 the ounce to 1283. That's a gain of six-tenths of one percent. And crude oil is down 1.6 percent to 46 dollars 81 cents a barrel. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Charlie Pellet. Well, this portion of Bloomberg Markets is brought to you by BlackRock. Worried about market volatility, minimum volatility strategies may be able to help. To learn more, please visit blackrock.com slash factors, prepared by BlackRock Investments, LLC. Will it be September that we see the unwind kickoff? Dan Heckman, National Investment Consultant at U.S. Bank Wealth Management, is joining us now to discuss markets, the Fed policy. We just got the FOMC minutes, of course, earlier in the trading day. And, Dan, what did you make of them? It seems to be all eyes on September. How much of a move to the markets will this make in terms of treasuries? Well, I, I think it's had a big impact on uh, the treasury market. Uh, we saw yields... Uh, dropped uh, well below their highs from today. You know, I saw about 228, 229 on the uh, 10-year, and now we're around the 222, 223 level. Uh, you know, the, uh, the issue, I think, for the Fed is uh, uh, really inflation or lack thereof, and that's what they're strug- struggling with. And I think uh, some Fed officials, uh, obviously based upon the minutes, um, are concerned about uh, going too far in terms of tightening uh, policy. And I think they also want to be very cautious here in front of uh, the Fed balance sheet unwinding, uh, which we think still will likely take place probably uh, after uh, announcement at the September Fed uh, meeting. Uh, so I, I, I'm not surprised that uh, the commentary uh, from the FOMC uh, minutes today was a little bit uh, guarded, if you may. Um, and um, it, it kind of falls in line with what we think uh, the Fed will ultimately do, which is still – uh, unwinding the balance sheet, uh, start that process uh, sometime this year. And I do think if the economy and labor markets continue to tighten, we see some signs of inflation perking up. We had a much better read on wages uh, off the last unemployment report that that uh, likely we are going to see perhaps one more raise or increase in the Fed funds rate uh, perhaps in November or December. And you think that's it or you think we're, we're they, they just continue this march regardless of the data? Uh, I, I think, uh, are, are you talking, Corey, about whether they're going to continue on uh, with tightening in 2018? With tightening and, and balance sheet sell-off. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, we haven't seen the inflation data that they, they I said earlier in the show, but we, we, it's not a, a, a data-dependent, it's data-independent, it looks like, for this Fed. Right. I, I think the Fed wants to unwind this balance sheet, uh, don't you? I, I, I think oh, yeah. uh, we... Uh, we uh, will see them march forward, and why shouldn't they? Uh, really, the capital markets are, you know, cooperating with them in a major way. Uh, rates have not risen to any uh, significant degree uh, as they've tightened monetary policy. 
um, and uh, the bond vigilantes certainly haven't uh, come about. And so why not do this? Uh, in fact, I would probably say to the Fed, if they asked, uh, you know, start sooner rather than later, uh, because, um, you know, certainly it's not bothering the markets uh, and, um, you know, get the balance sheet down to a more reasonable level. Um, it's going to be a long process for them to really make much of an impact, a $4.5 trillion um, balance sheet, uh, by doing it at uh, $10 billion increments every month. So uh, I think uh, starting sooner rather than later uh, plays well for the Fed. I mean, Dan, when you're talking to the clients you have, you've got, what, $145 billion assets under management. I mean, when do you then say, look, we're anticipating a rate hike? I'm looking at the world interest rate probability on the Bloomberg, WIRP, if you have a terminal, you can type it in. And it looks like the probabilities have actually shrunk since the Fed minutes came out. We've got, like, only, what, 37% chance now being factored in by the market for a December rate hike. We're not seeing more than 50% in it all the way out until March 2018. Right, and, and, you know, in all due respect to... uh you know, the futures market and expectations. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that has always been a very accurate guide to begin with. Uh, that's just my own personal viewpoint. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, one month's kind of dovish comments don't certainly fit with, I think, some of the more recent commentary uh, that has come out of the Fed officials. And when you look at the trio of, of some of the dovish um, members just uh, in the last week or so, uh, Bullard, Evans, and, and uh um, and, and others, um, they've been all for unwinding the balance sheet, and I think they would want to, you know, do that. Uh, coupling with still continuing to to raise the Fed funds rate, they have to be very careful about asset bubbles. Um, and valuations are not uh, cheap. We don't think they're overly stretched at the same time. Some equity valuations. Uh, correct, and, and and you can make a case for other uh, asset classes as well, perhaps not just equities, uh, they're at the high end of the range uh, historically. And, um, you know, you don't want that to, to, to get out of control, Corey, in my opinion. And I think having this measured pace, and as many uh, people have used this uh, too much probably, we have kind of a Goldilocks uh, kind of experience right now. And, um, you know, I think it would be uh, in the Fed's best interest to keep that going as long as possible. When... When you are looking, therefore, at what the markets are and, and looking into and, and the mixture of policy with – is it all eyes, therefore, on politics rather than policy at the moment? Have we, have we factored in as to, as to where the Fed's going? Well, I, I think another thing, uh, and not to delve too much into politics, but I think another thing that um, has us uh, somewhat concerned is continuity at the Fed. And to me, that's maybe even a bigger issue and perhaps hasn't uh, been as much of a focus for the markets, at least I don't think it has been. Uh, and that is, uh, is Janet Yellen going to continue on, or are we going to be looking at another Fed president or chairman or chairwoman or chairman? Uh, Do you expect Gary Cohn? That's the name that's been floated. Well, you know, a lot of times when the name gets batted around, it seems like that isn't the person at the end of the day. So I don't know who will will get it. Um, you know, uh, you know, from a market participation standpoint, it make all the sense in the world for Janet Yellen to continue on if if that's you know what she wants to do. So, um, but that decision needs to get made pretty soon. In fact, uh, you know, we were of the belief that something would be decided in the summertime, and that's quickly uh, getting behind us. So. Um, 
you know, I think uh, the longer that persists, that unknown, that uncertainty, I think eventually that might show up in the markets. Um, but for now, it's not. Um, but I think it's very critically important uh, to have that continuity. And uh, we'll see, hopefully, maybe the next 30 days uh, or so, we'll, we'll see some kind of announcement in that area. Um, as far as the unwind goes, what's what's the receptivity of the market to all that's going to be unwound and the market's going to be asked to gobble this up? I mean, is is, is all this coming for sale at the same time a problem, or can the market handle it with ease? I, I think uh, that's a very good question. I think uh, the markets can handle this. I think they can handle the numbers that have been banded about, uh, $6 billion in treasuries, uh, perhaps $4 billion in uh, MBS or mortgage-backed security. I think those numbers can be uh, handled by the market. There's there's a, um, a starvation, if you may, for high-quality fixed-income assets still. We see it daily when we're trying to buy and, and trade bonds, uh, Corey. And so the appetite for that is tremendous, in, in our opinion. I think one other thing that might be of interest uh, to your listeners is also that we've discussed recently is the fact that, uh, you know, the Fed has talked about uh, issuing long-term bonds, you know, 40, 50, 60-year bonds. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if that also comes to fruition as well. Great stuff. Uh, Dan Heckman, always a pleasure. Dan Heckman from the National Investment Consultant at U.S. Bank Wealth Management. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets. I'm Bloomberg Radio. Corey Johnson at Corey TV on the Twitter. She's at Caroline High TV. And this is Bloomberg.